Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey, food bloggers. I want you to know that I myself am a food blogger, so I understand the need to find those connections and find the answers and create transformations in my business that are actually going to matter and help me to grow and make more money and get more traffic and all of the good things. If you are interested in this too, which you probably are, please consider joining our mastermind groups, which are starting up in the fall of 2021. Go to eblogtalk.com to find the application. There's a button there that says join a mastermind group. That will bring you to an application that will determine whether or not you are a good fit for these groups. As Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich says about the mastermind principle, two or more people actively engaged in the pursuit of a definite purpose with a positive mental attitude constitute an unbeatable force. Unbeatable force. You can't argue with that. Weekly Zoom calls will have the format of peer-to-peer learning with members taking turns being in the hot seat. And once a month, we will invite in guest experts who will unleash their knowledge about very specific topics relating to food blogging and relating to ways that you can grow your business in a big way. We convene every single week where we share our struggles, our wins, and we can shine and lift each other up and provide resources and input that will help the other members in the group to grow their businesses and grow as individuals as well. Again, go to eatblogtalk.com to fill out an application to see if you're a great fit for the mastermind groups. Hey, food bloggers, welcome to another episode of Eat Blog Talk. I'm so grateful that you are here with us today. I have Kate Brewbaker with me. She is from International Desserts Blog, and we're going to talk about how to use Airtable to stay focused and productive and also hit your income goals. Kate is the founder and owner of International Desserts Blog, a side hustle she turned into a full-time income and job in late 2020. Now that she is balancing content, products, sales, partnerships, affiliates, photos, social media, and more, she has found that using Airtable to run her flourishing business keeps her focused, productive, and making steady progress towards her income goals. I love this topic. As you know, Kate, we've talked about this a little bit outside of this interview, and I'm excited to dive in. But first, we all want to hear your fun fact. Yeah. Hi. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, My fun fact is when I was 16, I moved to Germany and I lived with a German family. I went to a German high school and I learned German and I spent my entire senior year there. I love that fun fact. And you've shared that with me prior and it kind of shaped your blog, right? Your food blog? It did. Yeah. I mean, I studied German in college, then I went to grad school, and then I got a PhD in German applied linguistics. So I was all about Germany and living abroad and teaching German for many years. And then I transitioned into working in um, international education. And I really wanted to work with the whole world. And I didn't want to just focus on one country. So I went probably nine years without going to Germany, without speaking German, and just, you know, traveling everywhere else for work. And then I decided to start my food blog. 
And I thought it would just be fun. You know, I just wanted to make things and <laughs> bake and I just thought it would be fun. And um, I actually hadn't anticipated really focusing on German recipes at all. I kind of wanted to just bake my way around the world from my kitchen in North Carolina. But my German recipes became really popular and people really liked them. And so in this journey of my international desserts blog, I feel like I've actually kind of come back to my previous history with German and Germany and baking all my favorite treats. And so it's it's just been a really nice kind of circular journey back to that high school experience, I guess. It's all come full circle, right? Back to your days in high school and now you're back still loving Germany. Such a great yeah. story. Okay, so as you know, Kate, food bloggers are constantly searching for ways to organize their projects and their lives and their recipes and everything we have going on in our businesses. And I love that you have found a way to keep track of so many moving pieces of your life and your business. And it's something that you have found that actually works. So I'm really excited to learn from you. And I know everyone else is too. So to start, would you talk us through the process of how you got to this point? Were there frustrations involved? What have you tried in the past to organize all of your things? And yeah, just kind of what prompted you to search for something that actually worked? Yeah, well, first I want to say I am not a naturally organized person at all. <laughs> like I really have to work at it. And I've, I've looked for um, a good organizational system for myself for years. Uh, I have always had multiple projects, multiple jobs. Um, I have other websites. And so for years, I was looking for some way to organize all of these things in a way that was easy and um, just easy to keep going, easy to get started, easy to keep going with. So I tried all sorts of things. Um, I started out with printables because I used to love like, you know, I was like, I'm a paper and pen type of person. I had journals. I tried um, bullet journals. I tried uh, binders and folders. And then I moved to things like um, Evernote and I tried Excel and Google Sheets. I tried Asana. You know, I tried all these different things and nothing ever really clicked. Like I, it would work a little bit, but it, it just never really worked for everything. And I felt like it, it would organize a piece of things, but then there was the rest of stuff that just wasn't, you know, just kind of all over the place. So uh, I heard about Airtable. I don't even remember how. It was probably at least three years ago. And I created an account, free account, and I just started using it. And it just clicked. It just absolutely clicked for me. And I used probably the most basic version of it. I had one base and I had a bunch of tabs within that base. And that was it. And I didn't link anything. I just, it was the most simple way you could use Airtable. And I think that was actually a good way for me to get started because I figured out how I wanted to use it. And every time I thought, oh, I wish that I could do this. And then I would look to see if I could make that work and I could. So I feel like the Airtable was adapting and growing with me rather than me trying to fit um, and adapt myself to another organizational system. Wow. I love how you said that. So it adapted to you instead of the other way around, which I feel like all of those other programs that you mentioned are kind of what we go in assuming that we have to adapt to it. Like I've got to figure this all out 
but you just started very basic with one base to start with and you grew from there. So can you talk to us about what a base is? Because I don't want anyone to be like, okay, it's already confusing, not going to try it. It's really, really simple. So can you talk us through that? Yeah, well, so I I know I'm trying to figure out how to explain exactly what a base is, but it's kind of like um, a folder. You know, it's like if you if you're using um, uh, on your computer, you know, you have different folders and then you might have different documents in that folder. So a base is kind of like a folder you um, like. And what I like about it is that it's colorful. Each of my bases has a different color. So when I open up Airtable, I see um, all my different bases and it's it's like seeing your folders um, in a more visual way. And then um, when you open up a base, it looks kind of like an Excel spreadsheet, but it looks a little bit nicer and cleaner. And then you can have a lot of different tabs within that base. And then there's a lot you can do um, within those different tabs. Okay, I think you explained that extremely well, way better than I could have. But I'm with you on the color coding. I love that they, you can assign colors too, by the way. So it's not just like it pops up pink and you have to stick with it. You can change the colors and customize how the folder looks, but that's such a great way to describe it. So basically, if you have a Mac or a PC and you open your folders in like icon view, you know how you can see the folders? It's kind of like that, and then you can customize the folders. And then once you open the quote folder, then you see this like kind of spruced up Excel spreadsheet that you can customize. It's as simple as that. I mean, it like when you say base, I'm started a base. I just didn't want people to be like, oh, well, I don't know what a base is, so I'm not going to try it. No, I think the way you said it, like seeing the icon view, that's exactly what it's like. Only it's prettier. Yeah, and I I do like that it's more visually appealing. Right, agreed. Okay, so you use Airtable for so many different things. I think it's super impressive. But would you talk through everything that you use it for? Yeah, so I I actually have uh, most of my business um, here. I do I you know I have three different websites. I do some consulting and training, and I have products and things like that. So, um, and then I also use it for life things. <laughs> so I have um, I have one base for blog content. I have one for social media. Um, if I work with a contractor, I create a base for them, and then they can access that. I have one for financial, one for products, one for email newsletters. Um, And then I have um, one that's just kind of has like all my goals and then notes and um, a bunch of other things that don't quite fit, don't quite fit in the other bases. Then I have some that are more for um, life. Like I have a meal planning one that has all of my recipes and my I do my meal planning in there and then I have my grocery list and then I do trip planning. Um, and then I also have like there's some other projects that I'm I'm researching and thinking about for my business. So I'll create a base where I can keep all my notes and everything in there. Um, I'm working on a free bundle right now where I have contributors contributing products and we're going to offer them um, for a few days later in the month. And so I have that project has its own separate base. And what's really great about that is that I have contributors um, sending me their information and they fill out a form. And it's kind of like Google Forms, but the form is connected in Airtable. And so they fill it out and all their information goes right into that base. 
So I have all my contributors information, I have all the um, planning and notes and everything that I need, and it's just all right there. So I open up Airtable and I see that base right there, I open it up and everything is there. And I can easily switch back and forth between the bases. You know, sometimes I'll have in my browser, um, I'll have, you know, a couple different tabs open with the different bases. And so instead of trying to remember, okay, is this in a folder somewhere? <laughs> is it on OneDrive? Is it in Dropbox? Is it on Google Sheets? Is it, you know, where is this? Um, I just look at Airtable and it's all right there. And if I do have something in one of those other places, then I can just drop the link in uh, one of my bases in Airtable. So it's like my central command center. And um, yeah, it's just, it's so easy. I don't lose time trying to figure out where things are anymore. Central command center. I wrote that down. I love that. And I think that will ring true for everyone. Just perk up everyone's ears because we all need that. And I hear that in our space all the time. People are looking for something like this because they use like maybe they dabble in Trello and then they also connect to Google Sheets and the forums you mentioned, like Google Forms, and they're all over the place. So to have a central place for everyone to go is very appealing. So you mentioned the forms. I did not know that you could do that. Are there templates for forms or did you have to create that yourself? I'm sure there's templates because um, there are a lot. Airtable has a lot of templates. And then you can also purchase. I've purchased templates from people too. Um, but it's so easy to create a form. I mean, it, it's if you can create a form in Google then you can create a form in Airtable. It's super easy. Okay. Well, that inspired me. And then once people input their information, like you said, it just goes into a spreadsheet. So you don't have to copy and paste and like store it somewhere else. Yeah. And it's right there. So, um, you know, it's right there in that base. And so if you do all of your project planning in one tab, and then you have, um, you know, maybe you have like photos you want to upload, or you have, um, you know, whatever information, it's all right there. And so you're not looking all over the place for it. And you mentioned Trello. I used, I tried Trello at 1.2 and I liked certain aspects of it. And so another thing about Airtable is that they have the option to, um, they have different views. So you can look at everything kind of like a traditional a spreadsheet or you can look at, they have a calendar view and they also have a view that is kind of Trello-like. And so I use that sometimes too. Um, and you can move things around easily just like on Trello. So there's different ways that you can um, not only organize your information, but different ways that you can visualize it and work with it. I feel like Airtable may have thought through this, like, oh, people might be calling coming from Trello and might like that kind of visual board style view. Don't you feel like that? Because it I found it very uncanny when I moved from Trello to Airtable. I was like, huh, there's exactly a view that you can just cl click on a single button and it, all of a sudden it looks like Trello. So it's yeah. kind of handy. It's like catering to all of the different platforms, whatever you're used to. You can basically look at it in any way that you want in Airtable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're if you're used to certain things, like if you really like Excel or you like Google Sheets or you like Trello, then you can use Airtable. You'll find that and everything else. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so I would love it if you just talked through if somebody is listening and they want to start. This sounds really intriguing and appealing and simple. Where do they start? They just sign up for a free account. They create a few different bases or maybe just one to start that has 
like blog content. So can you talk us through how to do that? And then also um, like free versus paid and maybe which fields within the blog content uh, base that they would need to think through. Yeah. So you can use a free account. I've been using Airtable for, I think, at least three years, and I'm still using a free account. And I do everything in Airtable. <laughs> so you can get a paid account. Um, they, you know, you'll have more space, you'll have more color options, and you can customize things more. Um, and at some point, I think I, I will do that. But you can absolutely get started with a free account. And you can do a lot with a free account. So you don't don't feel like you have to, you know, this isn't something you have to pay for, um, at least definitely not at the beginning. And so once you sign up, it's very easy to create a free account. Then you'll get your workspace, which is kind of this blank, um, this blank area, I guess. And then you can create your bases. And you can start very, very simple. You can create just one base. Um, that's what I did for a long time. I had my entire business in this one base. And I just had a whole bunch of different tabs. And so um, I had a tab for, I think, blog content, financial, I had a notes tab, affiliates, collaborations, you know, like you can just create one of those and just have everything in one base so that when you open it up, you can see everything. You just kind of like go back and forth between the tabs. Um, if you want to um, build it out more at the beginning, then you can create a base for the different aspects of your business. So like I, I mentioned before, I have one for social media. I have a base for different contractors that I work with. Um, I have one for blog content, uh, newsletters, etc. And actually what helped me kind of build out these bases and expand things and use more features was a set of templates that I purchased from other food bloggers. They had created this great system that was much more complex than what I was using. And um, I was in a, they were in a group I was part of. And so I, I was in this webinar where they showed everything that they were doing. And I thought, oh my gosh, I am not using Airtable to the full extent. And I was so impressed by all the things that they showed and how you, you know, they put in formulas and linked things. And it was amazing. So I bought their templates and, um, I just started using it and there were a lot of things like they really have like everything that you could ever want. And um, I ended up taking some of the things out. I didn't use a few of the bases because it was just more than I needed. But um, that was so helpful in seeing what I could do. And then as I used it, I just kept customizing it to really work for me. Um, but if we just take one base, for example, I have one base that's just blog content. And right now I'm working on content for two of my blogs. So I have um, one tab for the dessert blog and then I have the other tab for my Germany travel site. And what I really, really love is that if you're in one tab, you know, you have um, say different columns for the post title, um, uh, different information about, you know, what you would just have for your content, like, um, the URL, the last date that you updated it, primary keywords, um, what the opt-in is on that site. You might want to put in um, your excerpt or your meta description, um, you know, if there's video code or something like that. Um, you know, there's, I'm just looking at mine right now. I have a lot of different um, uh, columns in this one, too many to name. 
But what's really cool is that then um, I have like I have one column that's status. And so um, I it's just a little drop down and I can select whether it's a draft, whether I need to update it, whether it's live and published. Um, you know, I, I can choose what status that blog post is. And then on the left side, um, I've created different views. And so I can very quickly pull up just the blog posts that are drafts. And then I can look very quickly and see um, what I need to work on and, um, you know, just like which posts I need to update, um, which ones are live, etc. So it's, it's just, it's super easy. I hope I'm explaining this. Okay, I'm trying to, it's hard to yeah. see it. No, you definitely are. You are doing a great job. So yeah, like basically the filtering capabilities are amazing as well. So if you need to organize by status or whatever else your category might be, you can easily do that. Yeah. And it's really helpful when you have a lot of blog posts. Um, And I didn't go in and like type everything in at once. I did it just a little bit at a time. So I would work on a blog post and then I would put it in my spreadsheet. So I built this out over a period of time. And, um, you know, so when I'm going in and I'm thinking, okay, I should uh, update some blog posts, let me see what's on my list to update. And then I just go over to the left side of the screen. And I look at my um, update view, and it just shows me the blog posts that I've indicated need to be updated. And um, I've found that I can actually keep more detailed notes on all my blog posts this way, because it's really easy. And before, you know, I would have it in an Excel spreadsheet, and then I'd have to like search for everything, and it would just get messy and jumbled. And um, I just have found that I can keep things so much more organized this way. Mm, I love it. Yes, please on the organization, right? (laughs) Everyone (laughs) wants that, especially people who have so many blog posts, like hundreds, some people even have thousands of blog posts to keep track of. And that can be really overwhelming and frustrating if you don't have a great system to keep track of them or to store them. I also wanted to mention that there are ways to, you can actually import um, existing spreadsheets into Airtable. That's what I did. So up until I think it was like spring-ish of this year, I used just a Google spreadsheet to um, keep track of all of my content. And I had at one point almost a thousand recipes, um, recipe posts on my blog. So I had a lot to organize. So I just exported that and then I imported it into Airtable and it was as easy as that. Um and then to take that a step further, I actually, my VA and I together, we wrote our entire spreadsheet. This was before there was an actual plugin to export information for you. But there is a plugin, and I'm hoping you know what it is. If not, I'll put it in your show notes, Kate, where you can take all the data from your WordPress site and export it into a spreadsheet so, oh, you, so yeah. that you don't need to like do that like I did all by yourself. Do you know what that is? I can't remember the name of it, but I have used it as well. Yeah, it's so easy. You just um, make a couple selections and then it downloads everything. Like you decide what information you want to download and then it downloads into a spreadsheet. Yeah, I wanted to make sure to mention that because we spent so much time on that part of the process that I want to save you that trouble. I want to save you a couple days of like typing and copying and pasting. Um, But we like I said, we will put that in your show notes. I'll figure out what that is. Yeah, that'll make it a lot easier. (laughs) Um, I also want to mention that, 
you know, in my uh, blog content tab, I also have a view that's like Trello. And so I have categories um, listed and I have recipe, buying guide, food guide, reviews, etc. And so I can also see all my content that way. And it looks it looks like a Trello board. So I can see under recipe, you know, all the, the posts that are recipes and I can move them around. And it's just a nice different way of looking at the information. Um, and you can also um, there are these like little cards almost. Um, I think it's called, yeah, gallery view, but it looks like little cards. And so um, like for one recipe, you can see if you have a certain category, if you have it tagged in certain ways, and you can see certain information. So it's just another visual way of looking at what you have in your, um, in your air table. So you don't have to look at everything in just that like spreadsheet view. They have those other visual views. Right. They're covering all their bases, I feel like, just to... Um, yeah. just to yeah. accommodate to people who have different ways of seeing things. Um, so I wanted to ask you about the templates. First of all, do you have recommendations for which templates to purchase and who from? And then also, can you apply a template after the fact? So if you build out a spreadsheet, can you apply it after or do you have to start with it? So there, Airtable has a lot of free templates that you can try. And I looked through a lot of them and they just didn't really work for me. I think they're good examples and some of them might work. And if, if there's one that looks good, then you can, um, you can definitely uh, put that into your um, workspace. I purchased, um, I'll, I'll actually give you the link because I'm not totally sure I have the right name <laughs> of this, but it was something about um, like Air, it was ABC, Airtable Business center Airtable business command center or something like that. Um, but I'll, I'll give you the link. You can see, so you can link that below. Um, and I do recommend those that, that one is, it's a very robust set of templates. You probably won't even need to use everything that they have, but I'm so glad I, I purchased those because it helped me, um, build out my system. It saved me a lot of time and they set things up. They set some things up in a way that I wouldn't have thought about doing it. And I thought, oh, this is so smart. <laughs> you know, this is just so easy. And it saved me tons of time where I didn't have to figure out how to do it all myself. And then as I started using the templates, um, I, I thought, okay, I actually think I want to customize these a little bit more. And so, um, you know, it was a good way to help me um, learn how to use some of the other features of Airtable. I still use a very basic version of Airtable. Um, and that's something else that I like about it is that you can you can start very, very small and simple. And then as your business grows and as your needs grow, you can use Airtable, you can use the more complex features of Airtable. And um, so I like that I, I know that I can still use it for quite a long time. I'm not going to outgrow it at all. Um, so those are the ones that I that I recommend, definitely. Okay. And then, so if I already have kind of a very basic uh, template that I built myself, can I purchase one of those more robust templates and then apply it to mine? Does that work like that? What, what you would do is you would uh, transfer the, their bases. So basically, they've created lots of different bases with all the templates inside those bases. And then you would transfer the bases into your workspace. And you would still have the base that you created. So you can't really merge the two, but it is easy to copy information from one base into another. Okay, that answers my question. So even the very, the most very basic version of Airtable is robust enough 
actually not even robust enough. It is robust for what we need it for, for food bloggers. Yes, absolutely. And there's so many, there are so many things. Like I feel like all the time I learn more and more things that you can do at Airtable. A friend of mine uses it. And so um, she's a blogger as well. And so we, we talk about it once in a while, you know, and she'll like find a feature that, um, that is really cool. And she'll share it with me and I'll do the same thing. And then we find out, oh, we can, we can connect to these things and you can automate things. Um, you know, there's just, there's so many, um, I know this sounds kind of general because I'm thinking of a lot of different things that you can do, but um, there, there really is so many different ways that you can make it work um, and automate things and make things really simple. So you, you know, like if you input information in one tab, then it will automatically update in another one, which could be really useful for social media or, um, you know, if you want to update keywords on a blog post, but then you want to keep um, another list of keywords somewhere else then you can connect them so that when you update it in one place, it updates in another place. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm not using it to its full potential hearing you talk. I use it in a very basic way, um, but there's so much more that I can do. I kind of feel like we need to start a new category within the Eat Blog Talk forum just for Airtable to kind of do exactly what you were saying with your friend. Like, oh, did you know you could do this? Like you can link from this to this. But yeah, I'm excited to dig in more. I use it as basically an editorial calendar for my food blog. And then I use it also a different base for my podcast. And I have to say, I love it for both. They both, oh, it's just so great. And I use an even more basic version than what you're saying. Like I I don't go into interlinking and creating forms. Like there's so much more possibility there. So thank you for all of this inspiration. This is awesome. And you do like weekly meal planning and you also create grocery lists, right, Kate? And you you sell that as a product, correct? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I had never considered it. But then once I um, I bought these other templates, I, I started thinking, I was like, wait, you know, I do my meal planning in this. And I mean, again, like meal planning is something that I just couldn't ever stick with for a long time. And I tried all different kinds of systems. Nothing really worked for me. And when I started using Airtable, I just started meal planning in it. And it was super simple. And then I just was like, oh, maybe I can do this to make it a little bit easier. I can kind of build this out. And I did it without even really, I didn't plan it. I just sort of, it just kind of organically grew. And it was funny because at the end of the year, my husband and I were just kind of reflecting on the year. And he said, you know, you've gotten really good at meal planning. Which took me by surprise because I used to be so bad, <laughs> so bad at it. And, and I thought, yeah, you know, you're right. I have gotten really good at it. And I thought, well, what did I do? How did I get here? And um, it occurred to me that it was largely what I had built out in Airtable that just was so easy for me to stick with it. So um, I decided to turn it into a product because I shared it with some other people. And they were like, oh, that, that sounds really helpful, actually. And, um, and so because it helped me stick with meal planning, I called it the stick with it meal planning system. And so it's a base in Airtable. And once you transfer it into your workspace, then you can uh, organize your recipes. And I've set it up so that you can get started like really, really, really simple. And then you can unhide or like kind of unlock features as you want to use them. And so you can put in um, your recipes, you can um, you can like link to online recipes, you can upload PDFs of recipes, you can cut and paste 
directions and um, ingredients if you want to. You can make notes if you have recipes in a cookbook or recipe binder. So it's really easy to see all of your recipes and then go to that recipe. And then I've created different views on the side, which make meal planning really easy. So you can, um, like when you're meal planning, you can look at um, all your dinner recipes and just see your dinner recipes. Or you can see them grouped. Like here's all my dinner recipes, here's my breakfast, appetizers, snacks, etc. Um, you can also look at it by um, different characterizations. So you can characterize your, your recipes in different ways. So um, like right now, my husband and I want to lose a little bit of the COVID weight that we've gained over the last year. And so I went through and chose the recipes that are, you know, the best, healthiest recipes that we want to eat. And I gave them a, um, a tag. And so in one of my views, when I do my meal planning, only those recipes will come up. I still have all my other recipes in my recipe bank. But when I do my meal planning, I'm, I will only see the recipes that I really want to be making right now. I won't be tempted by all my other recipes. And then I can very quickly go in and I just, you know, mark this one, this one, this one, this one. I have another view where I can just see my meal plan for the week. So I'm not overwhelmed by all of the information. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, I am so impressed. Okay, keep going. I just had to say this is incredible. <laughs> Continue, please. Yeah, so I have my recipe bank and then I do my meal planning in one tab. And then the next one is the grocery list. And it's kind of set up the same way. So I have, you know, all the things that I buy for my, that I typically buy for groceries. And um, all I do is just check, you know, there's a, like you can have a check mark um, column. So I just go through and check off the ones that I need. And then um, I have the different views on the side. So um, when I'm doing my um, grocery shopping, I pull it up on my phone because you can use it on your laptop, on your iPad or your phone. So when I go to the grocery store, I pull up my shopping list on my phone and I have a couple different views that I use when I'm shopping. So I have the one that just shows me all the things that I need. And as I'm going through the store, I just um, click on the, the little check and then it unchecks and then it goes away. So my grocery list gets smaller as I shop, which I also really like. <laughs> And then I have another view where I can see what I need by store. And this is really helpful. Like if I just want to run into Whole Foods and I just want a couple of things, then I can just really quickly look at, oh yeah, this is what I need at Whole Foods. This is what I need at Trader Joe's. And so I just find it, it's just so um, simple and convenient. I don't forget to get things at the store. Um, I'm not constantly looking through my list and trying to remember, you know, did I get that? Or, you know, how like if you have a paper list, sometimes it gets really messy. I don't have that problem anymore. So, um, yeah, it's super easy now. I have no problem. I've been meal planning for over three years. And the whole thing is just, it's easy. You know, it's just, a ha it's just become a habit. I just don't stress about it anymore. And it's not a ton of work to set up. I know that we can sometimes hear about processes and systems like this and get overwhelmed. Like, well, there's no way I could do that. Because what you were talking through is like extraordinary. Holy cow. Like you organizing by store and all of that. Oh, that is amazing. But it's really not that hard. Once you dig into it, it's super simple to use. I mean, um, yeah, I think especially since it's free, why not just dig in and try it, get a set up a new account if you don't have one already. 
And I am just thinking of all of the things in my life that should be an Airtable as you were talking, Kate. I'm like, okay, I could yeah. I could put like my Aldi list because I get certain things from Aldi and then I get certain things from our local grocery store and Costco. And not just relating to shopping, but like vacations or money. I mean, there are so many things that I'm thinking through. I feel so inspired. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for the inspiration today. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, I'm so glad that I can share this because I I love Airtable and I meet other people who also love Airtable. It just really works for us. It clicked for us. And I've met so many other people who are like, I think I've heard about it, but I don't know what it is. It sounds really difficult. And um, it's really not. You know, you can get started using um, just the basics. And I think my biggest tip would be don't spend a lot of time setting it up. Just start using it. The more that you use it, even if you use it on a, in a very, very simple way, the more you'll figure out how you want to use it. And then set it up as you go. Um, like when I'm doing my meal plan or when I'm adding recipes to my recipe organizer, I didn't sit down and like put them all in. Uh, some people do that, but I didn't do that. I started with one week's, uh, like one meal plan. I started with seven recipes and I just put in my favorite recipes. And all I did was type in like, um, I don't know, Dijon chicken, <laughs> you know, that's it. And then I selected the store or not the store. I selected the category of, um, you know, it's dinner and then uh, I put in the URL and that's it. It takes like two seconds. And then when I'm surfing at night and I find a recipe I like, then I just pop it in. And it really doesn't have to um, take very long. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. So start small and just build as you need from there. But really just getting started is the key. But this is incredible. Is there anything we've missed on Airtable that you feel like we should mention before we start saying goodbye? Um, I think that's it. I, I think that, uh, yeah, I would just encourage, you know, go check it out and see if it works for you. And, you know, like I said, it really clicks for some people and other people, um, you know, like things like Asana or Trello work better for them. But just go check it out and see if you think it would work for you. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Kate. This was so valuable. And I know that food bloggers are going to hear this. They're going to be like, yes, please, because we all want organization and just, I guess, that just a, a greater level of organization in our lives and businesses. So thank you. Thank you. And before you go, we would love to hear if you have either a favorite quote or words of inspiration to share. Well, one of my favorite quotes, um, it sounds very cliche, but it's that Tolkien quote that um, not all those who wander are lost. Is that the right? That's it, right? Not all those. Who I, think so. no, I think so. I think that's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, you know, I love that one. Um, and I think especially as bloggers and business owners, um, sometimes it feels like we're lost. And sometimes it feels like we're wandering all over the place, you know, trying to find a way to organize all of your business stuff. But it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're lost, even if you're wandering around and trying different things. It doesn't mean you're lost. You're learning. And it's just part of the process. And I've learned to um, be okay with that and just to enjoy the whole business journey. Oh, I love that. What a great way to end. And it kind of ties into what we were talking about today too. So perfect. We will put together a show notes page for you, Kate. If anyone wants to go peek at those and get any of the information that we've been talking about, feel free to go look at them at eatblogtalk.com forward slash international desserts. Kate, tell everyone where they can find you online. 
Yeah, I'm at internationaldessertsblog.com. And um, you'll find lots of delicious international dessert recipes and also my stick with it meal planning system. And then um, if you go to internationaldessertsblog.com slash Airtable, you'll also find um, a, a little training video that I've done. And I just kind of show you how I use Airtable just so you can visualize it a little bit more and so you can see if it works for you. Oh, I love that. And you just prepare yourself to drool over Kate's desserts. They are amazing. Every time I go to your blog, I get super hungry. So I'm just so grateful that you were here today, Kate. So thank you for being here. And thank you so much for listening, food bloggers. I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.